This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything in between that awkward holiday week. Right here on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly and Grant today. Thanks for being here, guys. Uh, Colleen will be back on Monday. Um, the only thing that's been giving us life over the last 24 to 48 hours from a pop culture perspective here on the Colleen and Bradley show, and Grant will catch you up to speed because I'm not sure how much you've been talking about this on uh, the Donna and Steve show, Hilaria Baldwin. In fact, <laughs> if Holly and I were to cast a uh, 90s sitcom, it would be called Hilarious, Hilariously? Oh, that would be good. Hilariously. Hilaria. That is the crazy, crazy story about Hilaria Baldwin that came to light over the last week. Have you talked about this at all, Grant? Yeah, well, we mentioned it today a little bit. Um, actually, it was not on Don and Steve, but with Jason and Alexa this morning. So I've been here okay. for all for all the shows. But they, they mentioned it to me, and we had some clips, and I heard some of uh, her slip-ups. And ooh, yeah, It's kind of bizarre and hilarious. And oh, Holly... Did you hear Cucumber? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How do you say... How do you say... <laughs> Cucumber? I think every time I go to a salad bar from this moment forward in my life, (laughs) I will stop and pause. And even if I don't say it out loud, inside you will hear, how do you say cucumber? Holly, please catch us up because this is a story that's going to keep on giving for a while and especially in the slow news cycle. Hilaria Baldwin, the wife of Alec Baldwin. um, Well, let's just say it came to light that perhaps... She has been pretending to be something she is not. Tell us sort of where that began and where we are right now. All right. Where did it begin? Well, all of this started with a Twitter thread that a user started last week, basically questioning, like, and I'm paraphrasing, well, how the heck has Hilaria Baldwin gotten away with a decades-long grift of pretending that she is a person from Spain? And then that person delightfully laid out the receipts for all of it, including but not limited to, how do you say, cucumber? Exactly. And you guys, this isn't just, you know, because I imagine a lot of people have been tuning in and out of, you know, the pop culture space, turning in, uh, turning on my talk 1071 going, what are they talking about? What's going on with Hilaria Baldwin? I mean, her name's Hilaria. She speaks Spanish. What's the big deal? Well, um, she was born Hillary Thomas. Uh, and <laughs> so her name is Hillary. And at some uh-huh. point, in some point in her development, she became Hilaria Baldwin with an, a legitimate, well, I should say legitimate, actually illegitimate Spanish accent we now know. Um, and uh, pretended, you know, we've been saying, how do you say cucumber? That's because she literally went on the Today Show um, in years past, giving her gazpacho recipe and... Um, did so with a Spanish accent. She is fully American. Her first language in, language is English. 
she is not doing the Madonna thing where like she moved to England and started to adopt the way they speak. No, her family, her parents moved later in life to Spain. She was there for a brief time, came back to the United States and pretty much has been here since she was 19 years old. She now has five kids and has raised a family with Alec Baldwin. So it's a complete grift to use your term, Holly. So aptly and and the Internet loves hypocrisy because it, it is like moths to a flame. Twitter and social media has flocked to this story because they can smell the hypocrisy. And that has led to people around Hilaria Baldwin, although herself included, coming to her defense who don't need to and are just making the situation absolutely worse. I give you exhibit A slash A through M, Alec Baldwin. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, I guess we're not surprised that Alec Baldwin, her husband, is coming to his wife, Hilaria's defense. Now, have we decided, are we still going to call her Hilaria or are we going to say Hillary? I think Hilaria because it just reminds us that... (laughs) Can, can we go with cucumber? Yes. We have, um, <laughs> yeah. a, how do you say, cucumber? Cucumbers. We have- Again, she's like, <laughs> oh, how do you honey. say, like, it <laughs> is, it is though, because I took German in high school, I, uh, in giving my favorite sauerkraut recipe, would speak with a horrible uh, German accent. It's just horrible. Anyway, what's oh, Alec, my God. what's Alec Baldwin up to right now, uh, Holly? Oh, being like Baldwin on social media, are we not surprised? So one of the things I think, Bradley, that you mentioned yesterday is that Alec Baldwin is not known for his good, calm, rational behavior. No. So Alec Baldwin decided to go on Instagram and he decided to use a Mark Twain quote to summarize his feelings. Oh, because when because that's what Mark we're Twain. doing. Here's the quote from Twain. Quote, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes. What? Exactly. So said Alec Baldwin. Exactly. And again, what he's saying, and and this is like chapter two of what he did yesterday, which was, or I should say over the weekend or whenever he did, because I don't care, because really, do we need details at this at the level of like, you know, investigative reporters? No. But previously, Alec Baldwin was like, Oh, just consider the source. It's Twitter. You can't trust anything on Twitter. The Internet's horrible. All these people are horrible. Mm. And other people around her, including her stepdaughter. um, Who's her stepdaughter? Baldwin. Ireland Baldwin. Ireland Baldwin, right? So she's (laughs) like, you know, like, she's such a nice person. Why are people being so mean? No, no, no. Like, leave Britney alone. (laughs) Leave Britney alone. Like, you guys. She, this this is something she chose to do. Yes. This is not the internet yeah. going crazy. Of course, and what they will do, what Alec Baldwin will do, is what other people do in, when faced with something similar, is they will pick the worst person out and say, this person who's calling for the death, hopefully nobody has done this, but you can imagine that some troll on Twitter has said something just verifiably horrible about... Um, uh, about her in this particular instance, and they will focus on that and say, see, the internet's horrible. This is just all a bunch of trolliness. And that works on some people. But for those of us who love pop culture and are sitting around paying attention to these things, um, because it's our bread and butter and we have fun doing it from noon to three right here on My Talk 1071, we see you, Alec Baldwin. Nice try. By the way, you yourself 
are the troll in chief on occasion yes, on social media. Thank you. Like, oh, he's the troll in chief in this conversation because wait, there's more. So people were trolling Alec Baldwin on on social media. You know, somebody wrote criticizing Hilaria like your wife being Spanish when she lived in Massachusetts her entire life. Somebody else wrote, I take it her accent is fake as well. Frauds! Exclamation point. In which Alec Baldwin decided to reply, go bleep yourself. No. Like, seriously? Handles it like a child. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing I do appreciate about Alec Baldwin. He is Alec Baldwin. Like, he will just do, he will tell you to go bleep yourself. Yeah. You kind of want to be on the list of people Alec Baldwin has told to go bleep themselves because you then know that you have gotten to him. Right? Like, <laughs> true. Right. You could imagine a world where somebody who did this was like, ooh, ugh, okay, I look really horrible and I, I'm just going to take some time off. I'm very successful and wealthy and privileged in the world and I'm going to go to somewhere away from all of this and show up like a year from now and be like, hey guys, what's going on? Like, you could imagine that that would be a normal response or to do the like, Felicity Huffman thing of like throwing yourself on the on the um you know at the mercy of of the internet and just being like I'm horrible I'm terrible I have this privilege I over you know I I I was a horrible person you could imagine those mm-hmm. being totally acceptable responses yet in this world their response is to simply say but she's really nice and the internet is horrible. That doesn't seem like a legitimate... <laughs> that's like, yeah, go bleep yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like doubling down on this attitude and it's like... And it's one thing, you know, and ultimately Hilaria was grifting everyone for money mm-hmm. because she was trying to build this platform of celebrity based off of a false narrative it wasn't like i'm hillary thomas and i've created this character named hilaria and i have all these things no she was trying to sell you an authentic version of herself and she was monetizing it and people are now calling her out for it so okay tell us to go bleep ourselves we we got the receipts yeah not only do we have the receipts we've got petty receipts and i love petty receipts these are like the receipts that nobody cares about except us and i'm fine with it here's one of them somebody pulled out um and posted her yearbook photo so again the story about hilaria baldwin has been that she spent time growing up in Spain. It's like I moved to, I keep relating everything to me because, well, I'm probably way more self-centered than I care to admit, but also I just, that we all have an experience of sort of going somewhere else and being in a different space. And for example, when I was a kid, we moved to Texas. I lived there for five years, five years, okay? When I came to Minnesota, people would say, where are you from? And I would say, Texas. But I really wasn't from Texas, right? It just was easy, and it was kind of lazy, and it it prevented me from having to give you this long explanation about my weird family history that meant we lived in the Midwest, and then we lived in Texas for five years, but I still have family there. It's a long story. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. So I understand (laughs) shortcutting your personal history with something that maybe doesn't hold up to investigative scrutiny but you don't then like i don't walk around with a texas accent you know wearing this do please actually i mean 
hey, y'all, <laughs> I could do this if I wanted, and it would be a Paula Dean accent. But anyway. Um, Sometimes you look real good when you wear those cowboy boots around the office. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, and, you know, I could. Uh, I, so we, we all get it. But, like, to your point, Holly, yeah. she was doing this to sell things, to make money. Fully, Like, she didn't go on the Today Show to give her grandma's fruitcake recipe she did her gazpacho recipe doubling down on her spanish heritage quote unquote but all that she did going back to this yearbook uh photo was um make it so obvious that she didn't she wasn't raised in spain she was literally in spain for maybe like a year before she came to nyu and uh, you know up to that point, maybe had some understanding of Spain because her parents had been there before and she understood Spanish. But her yearbook photo, her personal stories from her friends, as now the Internet has given us so graciously um, at the end of the year, just indicate that up until like the summer before she went to NYU, she grew up in the United States. So this is not somebody who is misunderstood or the Internet is making too big a deal about nothing. Yeah, exactly. And her official CAA agency bio has finally been changed because on that, Hilaria Baldwin was saying, born in Mallorca, which is factually incorrect because even she has said, no, I was born in Boston. So. (sighs) I do want to give a great big fat gracias or to um, to uh, do her her own lie justice. Gracias, because that's how they would say it in Spain um, to Hilaria Baldwin for giving us this story, because really, again, in the world that we live today, I am grateful for petty celebrity shenanigans. And Holly, I bet you mm, Chef's kiss to Hilaria yes. and her cucumber gazpacho. Yes. We're going to go make our gazpacho recipes in the break. But when we come back, Holly, do you have a dirt alert for us? Sure do. <laughs> Fabulous. Yes. We'll get right to that right here at My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood and beyond, it's the wonderful Holly Roberts. Hello, Holly. Hello, Bradley. Hello, Grant. Now, I know we were just talking about Hilaria Baldwin in our previous segment, but Bradley, you brought this headline to my attention that's currently the lead story on page6.com, and it's just so delightfully trashy that Hilaria Baldwin claims that she loved Zara, quote, before I was in this country. Now, if you don't know what Zara is, Zara is a fast fashion brand. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
and it's based in Spain. But she was doing that thing that we were just talking about where she's being precious about something that she thinks that she has exclusivity over. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, honey, you you don't have exclusivity over a cheap pair of pants. You were not with it before you were before everybody else. Well, and and this is the kind of stuff that's just going to continue day in and day out until there's a bigger celebrity story to pay attention to. Just, you know, buckle in and know that somebody somewhere is is and this person, honestly, if I was off uh, this week, would be doing the following furiously Googling around for examples of Hilaria Baldwin and maybe I should be doing this anyway because it's our job, but examples on YouTube or Twitter, I mean, the internet is so full of opportunities for us to go, oh, oh, that's awkward. Like, there's going to be a clip within the next day that's, you know, Hilaria Baldwin talking about how, you know, her grandmother taught her how to make tortillas. <laughs> I can't wait. Right? And you're like, but your grandma was... <laughs> born here and she didn't you're, make yeah. tortillas when you live a lie like yeah. that you will go too far you will yeah just you're right, right? like you don't have to your point yeah. grant right you don't half ass that lie no you are living it and you are going to go through every angle you can and it's, it's not even like she's trying at this point in time it's just become that's that's you know these stories are real like you know like you live the lie yeah Ugh. lie is stressful that's what we can learn the lesson here i was going to say let it be a lesson to all of us yeah, let us be a lesson to all of us. Lying is stressful because then you're going to find yourself in a Hilaria Baldwin pickle. Uh, moving on from that story, Rob Kardashian and Black China have reached a custody agreement regarding their four-year-old daughter, Dream. And uh, they first came to a joint custody agreement in 2017 that neither formally followed. Now, earlier this month, uh, they came to a new agreement that gives both uh, poor Rob and Black China physical custody on an alternating weekly schedule. So those kids, they're working it out. Yeah, this actually, this is one of those stories where with Rob Kardashian and Black China's custody agreement, it's always hard to know when I see these headlines, like how much of this is them trying to get attention for what's going on and how much of this is actually, you know, a legitimate fight uh, between the two of them for actual custody. How much are they fighting this for publicity? And the truth is we'll never know. But um, when it deals with a child, you would hope at least that you'd be, mm, I don't know, um, trying to err on the side of of, um, doing your best where the child is concerned. I realize, though, this is the world we live in, so I'm not, yeah. not going to keep You would hope that this was long. an amicable agreement. Yeah, right? exactly. An exactly. amicable agreement. Because you, oh, and by the way, we didn't even talk about Kim Kardashian's Christmas Eve outfit Oh, the other day. It Speaking was like her Wonder Rob, Woman think... uh, corset thing. Yeah, her Incredible Hulk uh, Ninja Turtle dress <laughs> with eggplant earrings. <laughs> And it was just that needed to be mentioned a little bit. Um, everyone's having babies. We got babies. Who's all baby? Over the place. Where's the baby? Oh, babies. Well, Emma Roberts just gave birth to a baby boy on Sunday. Uh, she and her boyfriend Garrett Hedlund welcomed their first child together. So congratulations to Emma Roberts. Also have to give another baby shout out to Constance Wu because she's become a mother for the first time and uh, just kind of proving that yes indeed you can actually you know keep your personal life personal if you're a celebrity if you choose to do so yeah and I just always think uh, I don't know I don't know why people like it's just a thing it's such a lazy trope for celebrities like 
look, I'm doing this human thing and you're going to follow every step of the way, which awesome, cool. I mean, because it's a thing. People do it um, all the yeah. time. But, you know, it's also like how much in 2020, how much of yourself are you going to keep to yourself? And I feel like there's more impetus to maybe keep some of your life private. Um, so I don't know. That's a judgment. Yeah. But I'm happy for her that she was able to to um, have her baby. And now there's a happy family. <laughs> yeah, well, because uh, reports are saying that Constance Wu had her child this summer. So mm. this was quite a long time ago. So that kind of being the whole point of like, oh, yeah, when you're a celebrity, if you choose not to expose a part of your life, that is a choice that you can make. Oh, and for sure. And people aren't going to bother you about it. Yeah. And finally, let's make it a little baby hat trick. Josh Brolin welcomed his second child with his wife. So congratulations to them. Oh. It's, just, it's just baby fever in Hollywood. Well, so. uh, it's not surprising that he's having babies uh, because, well, Josh Brolin didn't actually have the baby, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> did you see the photo of Josh Brolin in his backyard on Instagram? Oh, yeah. Naked by camper. Oof. Oof. Oh, yeah. Working on his fitness. <laughs> And we appreciate Josh Brolin for considering us when he posts on social media. Yes. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have released their first Archwell audio holiday special. What? So Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, they signed a big deal with Spotify. You were here when we talked about this. I, I guess I just didn't bit. realize I mean, maybe... it was called Archwell Audio, but okay. Yeah, it's called Archwell Audio, and uh, they released a Archwell Audio holiday special. If you want to listen to it, we've got it embedded on our website at mytuck1071.com. And in this, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, well, they're not just sitting in a basement talking to each other like a lot of podcasters do. They have special guests Stacey Abrams, Brene Brown, James Corden, Elton John, and more. So basically, they're like getting all their celebrity friends together mm -hmm. to talk about stuff. Yeah, this is a new platform for the celebrity industrial complex. So now if, if you are somebody who um, is trying to raise awareness for your particular issue or your product or whatever it is, this is now on your radar. This would be, I imagine, one of the like top um, interview stops along your, your PR tour, right? Like if you've got a new book or something, you want to stop by and hang out with these two because there's no couple hotter in Hollywood right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You want to hang out with M and H big time. So right. go listen to it and uh, see what you think. Fabulous. Thank you, Holly, for all the latest from Hollywood. And like she said, uh, you can listen to that Megan and Harry audio on our website at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, thir 30 seconds, five questions, you could win a prize, but only on the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Give us a jingle if you want to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. Okay, what are you waiting for? Seriously, 651-641-1071. We need you to call us so that we can have fun with you. But we can only have fun with you if you pick up the phone and give Grant a call at 651-641-1071. We don't have anybody, right, Grant? Did I interpret you correctly? No, yeah, you're right. Okay, Nobody's good. here. Yep. We're dealing with hand signals in the break. So um, call us. Otherwise, I'm going to pretend to be Hilaria Baldwin calling in in my worst Spanish accent ever. <laughs> So don't do that. Please call. Hey, oh, you know what I could do, Holly? 
What? Is remind people while we're waiting for somebody to call in for the 30-second pop culture challenge, because you can win a prize. It's a big deal. Um, is that we've got a podcast that you can listen to. We just talked about Harry and Megan's podcast, which is also, um, there's some audio that you can listen to on our website at mytalk1071.com. But Colleen and I have a podcast, the first season of which completed uh, last week with the first season episode finale. It's called Go Deep in the Shallow. And Holly, if I do say so myself, it's a pretty good podcast. Yeah, I think it is too. Well, listen, if you're hanging out with us noon to three every day on My Talk 1071, you absolutely want to hit subscribe and like to go deep in the shallow because on this podcast, Bradley, you and Colleen have an opportunity to take a deep dive into some of our favorite celebrity stories. For example, your season finale is all about everyone's favorite midday doctor, Dr. Phil. Oh, that. Episode I'm particularly um, proud of because I think we did a really good job. Hey, guess what? We've got somebody on the phone. Let's play that 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge! Who is on the phone today, Grant? The lovely and talented Kathy. Kathy is on the phone. And Holly, do you know what Kathy is playing for? Well, Kathy is playing for a very fabulous... My Talk 1071 t-shirt. Fabulous. Kathy, uh, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am ready. All right. Um, Holly, do you want to ask her the questions after the timer, uh, or once the timer begins, after you ask the first question? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. All right. Here we go. All right. All right, Kathy. Here we go. Who had their first hit song with a genie in a bottle? Uh, Christina Aguilera. Who plays lead guitar in the Rolling Stones? Um, um, Keith Richards. Brad Pitt won an Oscar this year for his role in what movie? Um, Pat. What is the nickname of the character Dr. Henry Jones Jr.? Indiana Jones? Yes, Marshall Mathers is the real name of which music artist? Eminem. And uh, who plays lead guitar? You got that? Uh, did, oh, no, I didn't get that. Hollywood movie. No, you didn't. Okay. Sorry, That's Kathy. All right, Kathy. Okay, here's the thing. Thanks for playing. If uh, you would like to attempt, as Kathy did, to play the 30 second pop culture challenge, or Kathy, if you want to try again, you can tomorrow, but only at 12:30 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show on mytalk1071.com. Okay, Holly, let's get to the one question that Kathy did not get correct. So, who had their first hit song with "Genie in a Bottle"? That's the one she didn't get, right? Uh, she got that one. No, she, she got that one. It was, it was Brad the Pitt. Brad Pitt question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so you guys, Brad Pitt won an Oscar this year for his role in what movie? That was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ding, 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 ding. Yay! All Can right. I believe that was this year. That was this year. That was wow. What? Yeah. When? That happened. That that Oscar ceremony happened. This February, this last February in 2020. <laughs> right oh before. God. That is so wow. crazy. You know, I had a similar experience, and I'm sure we've all, as we reflect on the year that was or wasn't 2020, um, I was watching clips of one of my favorite YouTube holes to go down when I just need like to forget the world and laugh is to watch um, clips of the Graham Norton show. He's this hilarious guy from the UK, but he interviews like all of your favorite celebrities from the United States and beyond. 
Um, and they just do a lot of clip. Um, what do you call that? Like, so they'll have like a 15 minute group of clips from the show about a different topic or a different celebrity or a different whatever. So you can just kind of like put it on and forget and laugh. And they were doing some like the best parts of 2020. And like the first big chunk of it was stuff that happened before March. So it was like normal interviews, yeah. right? Like people in a studio right. audience. And I just kept having that feeling of like, oh my God, that was like nine months ago. And it feels like the world is forever changed. And it is, but it's still crazy. Time and space. I know, They're just man. Kidding concepts at this point, man. Okay, so. Speaking of time and space. <laughs> time and space. We have time and space to fill. So let's do it with blind items. Blinded by the item. Okay, so Bradley and Grant, we have celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon. Here is your first one. So far, there has only been one PG-13 photo leaked of the A-plus list singer. I can only imagine the heck storm that would come if there are other photos leaked, which are of a more graphic nature. Ooh, okay. A PG, and Grant, feel free to jump in. Okay. Uh, PG-13 photo leak of an A-plus list singer. I don't. Yes. Usually I'm aware of photo leaks because, well, the internet. I don't. This is a recent one? Allegedly, yes. Oh, okay. I can't think of any recent photo leaks, but it's an A-plus list singer, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say somebody like Justin Bieber? No, buzz for you, Bradley. Uh, oh. uh, no, so the reason I think that this isn't making headlines, and I was digging for the answer, is because the photo that has allegedly been leaked is PG-13, so it's not really a big deal. Yeah. Oh! But, no. yeah. What? Sean Mendes? Sean Mendes? Say it again. Sean Mendes? <laughs> no, not Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. No, A plus list singer. Now, here I'm going to give you a hint. Yeah, give me a hint and I can try. Bradley. Bradley and Grant. Now, I can't speak for Grant. I don't know about your fandom of this person. But, Bradley, you know this person, but you're not a fan of this person. Oh. And you have said as such oh. on the air. Grant, you want to take a guess? I'm going to guess. Is it uh, the only person that I can think of that's an A-list singer is Taylor Swift? I don't know. All right. Ding for you, Grant. Ah, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to guess. So um, when did we all miss a Taylor Swift photo leak? Uh, well, that's the thing. Now, if you go to the comment section, so the first let me fill in the blank for you. So, so far, there's only been one PG-13 photo leaked of Taylor Swift. Swift. An NT lawyer can only imagine the storm that would come if there are other photos leaked, which are of a more graphic nature. Now, in the comment section of this blind item, there's a, like an old selfie that Taylor Swift took of herself in the bathroom wearing a wig. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's it. She's like wearing a purple wig. So what NT lawyer is saying is if anything else happened to leak and it was of a more salacious nature, that would be causing some problems. Got it. Including, but not limited to having your photos leaked, which is just such a violation. Well, mm -hmm. and let's just be clear, that's not going to go over well. The The world is not going to no. abide uh, somebody dropping uh, photo leaks from Taylor Swift. Exactly. <sighs> Shall we do another one? Let's do another one. 
Oh, that would be my cue. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day, There's guys. Another it's been celebrity. a long year, Grant. You're oh, fine. yeah. All right. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This back in the day, a plus list tweener, actress, singer is in a magazine this month topless, and it was completely her idea. And she said she would only do the interview if they would publish topless photos of her. I have a guess. Oh, well, I'm assuming Grant would have a lead on this particular story, <laughs> so go for it. Not that I've seen anything. I'm just guessing because you said t- a teenage singer-actress and this idea of going topless. I'd have to go with um, Miley Cyrus, maybe, just because she's kind of out there. Give yourself a ding, really? Grant. Ding, yes! Ding, ding, ding. Yes! I'm getting this pop culture stuff, See? guys. It's like you've been doing this. <laughs> for a little bit now. you have. Yeah. Uh, so, Miley Cyrus is in Rolling Stone magazine topless. I mean, she's covering her boobalas, so it's not totally topless. <laughs> but it was Miley's idea, and Miley Cyrus said she would only do the interview if they would publish topless photos of her. I mean, and it's totally on brand, right? Whereas, like, a topless photo of Taylor Swift would be, you know, um, headline news for uh, the the exact opposite of reasons. Like, Miley Cyrus, you know... If she's not showing her boobs, something's wrong. That's kind of what led me to that answer right there. Yeah. I was like, the only person that would do something <laughs> out there is that that's that that's in the news is her. Yeah. I always think of her. You know, you have to show my boobs. <laughs> boobs are not <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Another blind Should item. Should we do Let's another blind item? We got time. Footage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is actually a blind item revisited. Ooh. It has been solved. <gasps> And we were wrong. Dun, dun, dun. I like these. Okay. So let's go back to this blind item that we read, I think, maybe last week or the week before. This now former A-list reality star who has been involved with the family for well over a decade has a little scam he runs. If he's out to dinner and sees their fans, he'll take a few photos in exchange for them picking up his dinner bill. When they agree... He then orders a really expensive bottle of wine or a drink, which he would normally never do for himself. Wow. I remember. I was with you guys for this one. Now, so... You... Oh, okay. So Bradley was gone. Yes, Bradley was gone for this one. Yep. So you remember this, and um, I would love to take a guess just because a, a name is popping up. Do you mind if I take a guess before you confirm uh, your idea, Grant? I actually, I I would like to see. I don't know who it is because I was with there with you guys or with Colleen and Holly when she had the original one. So I'm curious who the actual answer is. I don't know. So my guess, Holly, is that this now former A minus list reality star who has been involved with the family for well over a decade um, is his name Food God. No. Oh, oh, I thought for sure it was Jonathan Chabon, because that seems like a total douchey thing he would do. All right, Grant, <laughs> do you have any ideas? Well, that's who we thought it was. Oh, yes. That's who we thought it was, yes. Bradley. We thought it was Jonathan Chabon, food god. Mm-hmm. No, it's somebody else. <gasps> okay, so it's somebody else that's involved with a family. Is the family correct? Is it the Kardashian-Jenner clan? That's where I was going. Yes, that is correct. Well, so then who would the a It's a male... What's this? I I'm so bad. What's this? The brother's name? Well, is it a yeah? Is it a member of the family, Holly? Um, he's a member of the family because he's the father of members oh, of the family. So it's not Rob Kardashian. It's Scott Disick. 
Sting. Exactly. Yes. Mystery solved. So let me fill in the blank for you. Scott Disick has a little scam that he runs. If he's out to dinner and sees there are fans, he'll take a few photos in exchange for them picking up his dinner bill. And when they agree, he orders a really expensive bottle of of wine or a drink, which Scott Disick just would normally never do for himself. Oh my God, that is so crazy. Also, who agrees to pay his dinner bill for Scott Disick just for a selfie? Yeah, I might do a pay it forward experience at the Taco Bell drive through with Scott Disick. Like, sure. I'll buy your Crunch Wrap Supreme, honey. That's fine. That but would be a, hilarious. You can even get a Baja Blast. <laughs> yeah, but not a yeah. bottle of wine, expensive wine, probably. And oh, what a. Yeah, like, oh, sure. I'll take no. care of your tab. No. That would be. That's kind of no. like. Uh, no, well, never mind. It's a long story. Okay, yeah, do we, we gotta uh, go. We? Yeah, we, oh, we gotta go. go. Okay, God, you guys, I was having so much fun with blind items. Here's what we're gonna do. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're gonna solve a blind item. And in fact, Holly's got all the latest on a blind item we, um, well, we had a hunch about. And uh, she's got all the details. We'll get them when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live, doing everything entertainment, rounding out the first hour of the show. Uh, I'm going to do a little on air production and ask you if I sound really good or really bad right now. You sound a lot better. And so I like the, what, where we were at there. With Perfect. The I just needed to turn down something on my end and turn it up, and nobody oh, cares. Great. But listeners. And then, do I sound okay on my end? Yeah, you sound pretty good right now. Wonderful. Okay, we're, we all good. sound great. Pretty, okay, good. Pretty, I'm glad pretty that good. <laughs> we got together as a family. Now. We have a blind item that has been solved, and Holly has all the latest. Can we fire up that blind item sounder one more time so we can round up the hour with some good news? Holly, what you got? Mm, Well, (laughs) funny that you say that, Bradley. Now, this is a celebrity gossip mystery that actually was revealed all the way back in June. But it's just now that we're getting the evidence from out in the celebrity universe that anti-lawyer was totally right about this. All right, so here's the blind item that was originally published on May 27th. This A-plus slash A-list actor can spin and spin, but the fact is he convinced people that he was in it for the good, but was actually in it for the money. Oh, okay. Now, um, I know who this is. Grant, I don't know if you know who it is. So if you don't, you want to take a guess? Well, he's, he's on, on the phone, the, guys. Oh, he's on the phone. Sorry. I'm, I can't yeah, see. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> he's on the phone. <laughs> anyway, so, but, so I'm going to give you the reveal. Fabulous. Because this was revealed on June 4th. John Krasinski and his little show called some good news okay that is who this blind item is about and this was all the way back in early june so let me fill in the blank for you john krasinski can spin and spin but the fact that he convinced people that his some good news show was actually for good well that's a lie because john krasinski was actually in it for the money rude how dare he rude how dare he now because the whole origin story of some good news, let us go back in time to earlier this year. Do we have to? To write 
Oh, God. Yeah. But let's go back to the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic when there were a lot of questions and unknowns and ways of doing things that were very uncomfortable and unfamiliar. Well, John Krasinski, actor, all around seemingly good guy, well, Mm -hmm. he decided to meet the, the content need of the moment by creating a little homemade show called Some Good News. And it was very DIY. It was cute. It was like he was newscast from his living room about talking about good stories. He wanted to make people feel good in a time that was really bad and what, quite frankly, wasn't making us feel particularly good. So it had this whole DIY aesthetic, and it was cute, and it became a viral sensation. And so much so that John Krasinski eventually sold some good news to Viacom CBS for a big old chunk of change. Like, okay, you're cashing in, you're selling out. Like, congratulations mm-hmm. on you. But that was the plan the whole time. Yeah, so... Allegedly what, to end... To end yeah, so, I mean, clearly this just popped up it was perfect timing. It seemed like it was totally organic of the moment. You know, like, oh, we all kind of need this thing. And come to find out, like everything in Hollywood, nothing is real. And everyone smokes. And this had been on uh, or in the works for quite a while. Grant, do you not know how this works? No, I, no, I just liked your your correlation. Everyone smokes comment. That was kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. A- no, that comes. So this is a good opportunity, Grant, because I bet there are listeners out there that don't know this. Uh, when we say nothing is real and everyone smokes, you know who that actually comes from? No. It comes from our good friend, Kat Perkins. Oh. And it comes from one of the lessons she learned on a little show called The Voice. Because she said, in Hollywood, nothing is real and everyone smokes. So now, to shorthand how everything is fake in Hollywood, we just say, nothing is real and everyone smokes. Thank you. I'm up yes. to the language now. I like exactly. it. Appreciate that. And in this moment, yeah. you know, it, it's totally clear that... You know, this John Krasinski thing, everybody's like, oh, look at this thing. He's just sitting out, hanging out, doing the thing. Oh, it's so sweet and adorable. And also, I want to buy this product that he's selling. Okay, what? Thank you, Bradley, for succinctly putting everyone's feelings about (laughs) some good news in such a a way that only you can do. Well, we're now knowing... That we now have the receipts to understand that NT Lawyer was right about some good news all along. Yeah. And this is why we listen to NT Lawyer for our celebrity gossip. Yeah. Because John Krasinski's wife, Emily Blunt, a talented actor in her own right, well, she was sitting, Bradley, on a show that you just mentioned in the last segment, The Graham Norton Show. Oh, sure. Yeah. And she was doing an interview, and she revealed that her husband, John Krasinski, had wanted to do something like some good news for five years oh god five years so this has been in the works for five years (laughs) (laughs) because she said this is what emily said on the grand norton show he john krasinski wanted to do something like it for the last five years and during the pandemic it seemed right time i think he thought it was going to be this silly sweet that nobody would see and it turned into this massive deal yeah. Honey. I was Honey. born at night, <laughs> but I wasn't born last night because John Krasinski, you are a very talented, smart, savvy individual. Things like this just don't pop out of thin air. Now you'd like us to think that it did, and maybe you were like, "Okay, I'm going to put this together now." But it it was so 
calculated and it's not that's not necess- that's not a criticism of it it's just like hey own the fact there you go that you that you wanted to do it in this particular way mm-hmm. and that this just was an act of kindness this wasn't act of kindness for the public but also your wallet yeah no and and it just shows you how the sausage is made which for those of us you know whether it's the colleen and bradley show or far beyond in the world of those who pay attention to pop culture it, you want to know how this works and when you you know because how many people just look at it and they're like oh he did this thing from his home and then all of a sudden he the viacom picked it up i could do that too i'm gonna do this from my home it no that's not how no. just wait <laughs> don't do it because it's not going to work. <laughs> no. I mean, do it. I mean, do it, sure. But don't, but don't expect that Viacom is going to call you five episodes in from your new YouTube channel. Right? Have you need You're pod- not going to get two point... Sorry. <laughs> no, 2.75 million subscribers for you. You're lucky if you get 10. Yeah. And that's basically all the Gmail accounts your mom made under different names. Exactly. When we come back... Hey... Totally left turn. What's your favorite rom-com? Romantic comedies. What's your favorite? 651-641-1071. We'll be talking about it when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.